Welcome, Welcome to, to Category Is. <laughs> this is our first recording in our new, of our new podcast, Category Is. I'm Maurice. I'm Justin. And I think we're going to title this First Time at a Ball. Yes, it's our first time at a ball. It's our for- first recording. It's our first time doing this. So, yeah. First time at a pod. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys, this is our first time. Uh, you know, we're going to be growing, and we hope that you guys will grow along with us. So please be patient as we get our, our podcasting together. Um, so who are you, Maurice? Tell the listeners about yourself. Uh, so my name is Maurice. Um, what do you want to know? Where are you from? I'm from South Carolina. Originally, I've been in Philadelphia for about uh, 10 years now. Um, I am in my early 30s. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you know, that's, that's a little about me in a nutshell. All right. Well, my name's Justin. I'm from Jersey. Dirty Jersey. Dirty Jersey. Uh, actually, we didn't even say we're both from the Philadelphia area. We reside in Philadelphia. Uh, so we've both been in Philly for a while. Um, I'm a young, early something professional in the city. Um, no, y'all don't need to know what I do. It's totally separate. <laughs> but exactly. you can find out in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about us. And with time, you guys will get to know more about us just more organically. I guess we should say that Maurice and I were exes. What, 10 years ago? A whole lifetime ago. And now now we're like best of friends. friends. So that's why, you know, we decided to start this podcast. Yeah. We just wanted to put that out there now. Because it'll come out. (laughs) It'll come out and then everyone will be, you know. But it's not a secret or anything. So, So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, we're creating this podcast. The format's probably going to change and evolve as we do. Mm -hmm. But we just kind of wanted to go over the uh, layout or the format so that you can listen listeners can kind of understand what we're going to be doing from week to week. So I think that it's going to start every podcast with what you're drinking, because we do like our libations. We do. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> what you drinking, Maurice? Uh, right now I have a white, uh, what is this? Blanc Midget. Can't even pronounce I it. I cannot, mm-hmm. but you know, so fancy shit. Can't pronounce. Where's this from? I don't know. You know, I got it from that wine club I'm a part of. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's good. Yeah. I'm drinking uh, a Merlot Cabernet uh, blend. If I, it's not as dry as I like. I like to be like licking a, a leather, a leather couch when I'm drinking my wine. But yeah, so that's what we're drinking this week. It'll probably change from. Every, yeah, every week we'll probably have a new something. A cocktail. Yeah. The beverage, <laughs> but yeah, we starting off slow with wine this week. In categories, you can really think of it's kind of like a ball. Our whole this is the a ball at a podcast. So each week we'll have different categories that we raise. They can be anything from food, fashion, television, politics. Yeah, you know, we just want to talk about different current events and share our thoughts and opinions on different issues mm-hmm. that are popular in the in the culture, popular in the media, and fun to discuss. And also some things that are not so popular. Yeah, also it can just be random topics that, you know, we kind of want to talk about, you know, that we, it'll just be um, kind of random things we want to talk about, bring up um, for the week. Yes, that's our podcast, Dog Lola. She says hello. <laughs> um, after that, we really are going to do listener letters. We really want our listeners to write in questions. Yes. We want to reach out to you guys. We want to know about your lives, your um, messiness. Exactly. And um, give what advice that we can yes. or feedback. So be sure um, to follow us on social media. We have um, 
a Twitter and an Instagram account at Category Is Pod. Because yeah, nobody do Facebook. No. Yeah, nobody does does Facebook, and we also have a, a Gmail account, so that is Category Is Pod at Gmail So be sure to follow us. Um, on social and you know if you have a letter if you have a question if you have a category you want us to talk about feel free to dm us um or just send us an email straight to to gmail also if you want to know more about us that um you know it's also a good time to write in asking us questions then we're going to roll after the le- listener engagement the letter we're going to roll into i said what i said explain what that is please well, you know, we're going to have to uh, shout out to our famous friends in our head, Ms. Needy Leaks. Leaks. What I said. Yes. And that's basically our chance to kind of offer, not a rant, because we're not going to rant and rave so no. much or vent here. I don't really think that either of us have the type of personality no. or looking to do that. I think it's just more of a time to share our unpopular opinions um, of things that might be happening, um, things that may be controversial, just kind of you know, sharing our thoughts and beliefs and, and, and backing them up by saying, I said what I said. Exactly. Um, now, Maurice and I are very different personalities, as you will get to know. I'm a little bit high-strung, a little bit oh, extra. Wow. He's a little bit more subdued and laid-back. Very But much. I anticipate that we'll have some good, um, fun debates and arguments in the I said what I said section of the show. Um, after that, we're going to do tens, 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 across, tens across the board. The board. And in that segment, what we're going to do is kind of highlight, you know, someone or something that we want to um, to give a shout out to for that week. Somebody who really killed it. Um, just doing something really nice, really amazing. They slayed at, you know, some event. They, you know, just did something positive or they just, you know, they just did it for the week. Yes. You want to end on a good note. End, end on, on positive. Positivity. Yes. And that comes right after I say what I said. So we kind of yes. need to bring it back up, lighten it up a little bit. Right. So, you know, because it's one of our first shows, um, you know, we're just getting to recording. And we want to try to give you guys some good content as um, soon as possible so that we can get you engaged and give you a lot of content in the beginning. We're kind of just going to have the first few shows be more introductory. Right. So you can, again, get to know Maurice and myself. And um, you know, get an idea of who we are yeah. so that you'll end up liking us and subscribing and listening on a weekly basis. Yeah, but, we, um, we want you guys to, you know, kind of, like you said, get to know us, um, just, you know, learn different things about us, connect with us on, you know, different levels. And, and you know, it's kind of like a first date or, you know, when you're getting to know someone, you know, in the beginning, you just kind of, you know, might have a lot of questions or you kind of just want to, you know... Talk to them. Yeah, like, is it worth my time? Like, yeah, we really want, you know, you guys to connect with us. And so that's why in the beginning we're going to, you know, try to set that groundwork and like let you guys, you know, get to know us a little bit better. So awesome. Um, Marisa, we didn't even talk about this, but why did we want to start this podcast? Well, so I think it has to do a couple of different things. So, um, like Justin said, you know, we're, we, are really good friends now and I think that we kind of have the most random conversations and you know just a lot of you know text messages we have our weekly catches catch-ups and things like that and I just think that we have the most random funniest you know just kind of ridiculous uh conversations and so I'm thinking you know hey we should record these and we should kind of you know just like talk about things that you know we want to talk about and 
you know, I think podcasting is, is a good way to do that. And, you know, I think that, you know, just sharing that and sharing like our experiences and our thoughts and our ideas and everything like that will be good because we can't, uh, you know, just hold them in yeah, <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So I think that's why, you know, I was kind of interested in, in podcasting with Justin. And for full transparency, I've been listening to podcasts now for about five years. and I'm relatively new to podcast okay. listening. I love podcast listening. At one point in time, I had a job where I was doing a lot of driving. I was driving probably, you know, 30, 20 to 30 hours per week. So it was a lot of time in the car, and I got tired of listening to Top 40 radio, and I got tired of listening to my music, and that's when I got into podcasts. So I've been doing pod- listening to podcasts for about five years, and these people that I listened to became like friends in my head. Mm-hmm. And right now, I think I'm subscribed to probably over 22 podcasts, last I checked, which is a lot, because I can't even keep up with all of them, um, let alone start my own. So when Maurice came to me and said, let's do a podcast, I was like, bitch, <laughs> when am I have time for that? And uh, I didn't think that it would be something that I'd want to do. I also um, was very nervous because, again, our text message conversations are private. Yeah. Our conversations in person are private, and they're ridiculous. Very. I hope nobody ever finds my phone. They're not politically correct. At all. They're offensive and sometimes downright mean. And I was very, very afraid (laughs) to share my opinions in a public forum. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a little bit of apprehension and trepidation about doing this. But sometimes I think a lot of the shit that we say is just really, really fucking funny. Exactly. Um, but maybe it's just funny to us. I don't know. Hey, we'll but find out. I thought that it'd be fun to, to, you know, take a leap of faith with my good friend and go on this journey of podcasting. So here we are. <laughs> First time at a pod. First time. In drags. <laughs> because, you know, if, if, when this pops off, because I'm being positive, when we get bigger with this and much better, I'm going to uh, cringe, I'm sure, when we hear this back for the first time. Oh, yeah, time. definitely. Because it's going to live forever so, so, on the internet. Yes, I know. Oh, my God. That makes me so fearful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's just kind of just roll into it and get into our regular old conversations. All right. So, um, yeah, so what's up with you? How was your weekend? What would you do? Uh, my weekend was good. I actually got back to Philadelphia on Sunday oh, evening. Sorry. Yeah, so... <laughs> such a bad friend. <laughs> you, you are a bad friend. No, um, so I went to... I was actually in Mexico for um, about uh, nine days. About yeah. Nine yeah. A little vacation oh, vacation situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we went to this amazing resort. Um, you want to shop at the resort? Um, should I? I mean, if you want to. I mean, they're not paying us or anything, but if you yeah. want to. Yeah, full disclosure, like, they're not paying me for this. Um, but um, I went to a resort. It's called Unico 2087 in Riviera Maya, and it was... What's um, 2087? So it's 20 degrees north and 87. It's the longitude and latitude. I don't know. Oh, so that's not really. Yeah. Well, not really. I mean, <laughs> but Yeah, but that 20, 20 degrees north... 87 degrees west or vice versa I cannot remember at this moment but um but yeah it was probably the most amazing resort I've ever been to in my life really yeah it was a travel freak I am like (laughs) I go I I, I like to travel um internationally also but um Mexico is international yeah I mean you needed a passport (laughs) you did um but yeah I like to to travel and so like this resort was our it was my first time going to an all-inclusive in a, a couple of years, um, but this resort was like no resort I've ever stayed at. You know? Really? Like, yeah, it was just amazing. It was all, um, it was adults only, um, which 
if you've never done adults only, you have to do it. And not adults only, like it's the adults only building and the resort, like the entire resort is adults only. Lovely. Because peop- I don't like other people's kids. So your Dora wasn't at the pool? No. No Dora, <laughs> no, you know, whatever these kids are watching or listening to, you know, now, but it was amazing. Like the food was ridiculous. So on a, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate the food? A 10. The food was definitely a 10. How would you rate like the, the uh, amenities and like... The amenities were like an 11 because they had these bathrobes. Uh, yeah, they had these bathrobes which were, they were made out of like, think of like sweatpant material, like that like kind of, cotton? like, uh, yeah, but they, they were so soft. They were so soft. They were, you know, I'm a tall guy. They were, they had, you know, length. They fit me like perfectly. So the bathrobes made the trap. The bathrobes were amazing. <laughs> like the room itself was like huge. Um, it was just like every room um, has an ocean view. It was just, it was just ridiculously amazing. Every meal was like a five star restaurant experience. Wow. And I think I, I shared those pictures with you. Earlier. Yeah, the pictures looked amazing. Yeah. The food looked good. Um, yeah. I'm a foodie. The amount of money I spend on food is, is ridiculous and actually shameful. But I was like, send, just send me the food pics. I don't need to see no beach or no <laughs> yeah. palm tree. Yeah, I didn't go for the beach. Actually, yeah, I think we went up to the beach like twice. But the pools were crazy. There were like three huge pools. There's like two um, of like the main pools, and they each had like different levels and infinity pools off of that. And they, but they were kind of more like the party pool. And so, like, that's the pool where everybody congregated because it was in the center of the resort. Right, right. Now, our room overlooked the quiet pool. So they played, like, mellow music. Mm -hmm. They had, like, a jacuzzi. They had its own bar and its own restaurant off the pools. You could order food. So you just lay there all day. So was it, like, an older crowd? Was it, like, people in their 30s? Or, like, could you say party pool? I'm thinking, like, spring break. Yeah, so the... The two like party pools, they were more like people in their probably early to mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, some people were like on their honeymoons and things like that. But the the quiet pool was it was you know it was an older crowd. It was you know probably people in their like fifties, forties, fifties, you know. But you know I I enjoyed that more. How many other guests? Did you just <laughs> so juggle off the resort. Yeah, so we did. We went off the the resort. We were there like nine days, which a lot of people say is a lot of time to be Luxurious. on um, on one resort. So we kind of um, we took a few day trips. Like one day we went to Playa del Carmen. One day we went to um, Tulum, and then one day we took a day trip to Chichen Itza. And so like you know the crowd, even though they were like um, Chichen Itza, Chichen Itza, Chichen Itza, no. these uh, Mayan ruins, and so. Um, when we left for Chichen Itza, the resort was like empty. Like the whole time, it was probably like it seemed it seemed empty, which was you know relaxing in itself. It wasn't like a crowd of people. So we get back from Chichen Itza and we walk into the lobby, and it was full of a certain type of crowd. What do you mean? Um, so the most the majority of the time there were you know. Not that many of us there. Oh, just in case y'all ain't figure out by now, we Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. You don't got to rub the back of your head. Yeah. It's not that yeah. big. Because uh, 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 that's what I was about. You know, uh-huh. to yeah. But, the, but you guys can't see. The listeners so can't see. Can't. <laughs> so there weren't that many of us there in the beginning. Um, there was The first night we met this um, kind of older uh, black couple, um, the lady had like this, these gorgeous locks and they were like grayish and, you mm-hmm. know, and then her husband was like really nice, you know, older gentleman. They both, they were just, you know, classy and just really, you know, put together. They came, you know, they looked, you know, like, you know, a certain classiness, a certain, oh. you know, you know what I mean. Sure. <laughs> I mean, say, say what you need to say. They look classy. They look sophisticated. They okay. look, you know, like this is the upscale. They store. belonged at a resort of this caliber. Okay. So we go to Chichen Itza, and for those of you who don't know, it's about two hours from from Riviera Maya, and so it was, you know, it turned into a day trip because two hours there, we spent the day there, and then you know we um, drove back. We got back probably around seven p.m., and so we entered the lobby and. In the span of a few hours, it turned into like freaknik. Oh, like, that's not fun, no. Um, no. Like at first, it was because like, oh, like you know, my people, we we here, we here. But mm-hmm. listen, the hood needs a vacation. They do, and you know, it was very apparent that they probably caught like a weekend <laughs> deal, weekend sale, or something to get no, there. I like. <laughs> Because they, you don't know what kind of money they. Got. I don't know. I'm not in their pockets, but I'm just assuming. We deserve vacations too. We can exist in all spaces. Well, until you start getting on my damn nerves. And they were on my damn nerves okay, the entire right. from the moment like I saw. Them. Well, what was they doing? Like they were just so loud and like, you know, the, they're playing like this mellow music and you know mellow. how yeah like you know kind That's of like. Nice. No, no, no. I mean, like, the resort was playing the melody oh, music on, oh. like, the speakers and things. Uh, this music uh, going to put me to sleep. When you pull out your phone in public and start to play your own music on your speakerphone, that's not appropriate. What do you think I know home training? They have no home training. They're in the restaurants. And <laughs> they're in the restaurants, and they're, like, FaceTiming, and they got people on speakerphone, and, you know, there's just, like, inappropriate behavior. And can't so take them nowhere. You can't take them anywhere. <laughs> And so that was kind of like our first introduction to them. The second introduction was when, um, so Bay had a, a spa appointment. He was going to get a massage. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to chill at the pool. You know, I'm going to walk around and things like that. So our, the bartender at the quiet pool like disappeared um, for some reason. So then I was like, okay, I'll walk over to the other pool and like get a drink there. So, you know, I'm in my, you know, kind of, short shorts I'm in my you know swim trunks or whatever and then there's a table of the ratchets just loud talking just you know going crazy right at this table so I walk up to the bar and you know (laughs) they were so just loud and annoying that I just paid them dust like I didn't even you know like look in their direction I'm not gonna you know like give you any attention so as they're loud talking, they're saying things like, uh, why he ain't looking over here? Uh, I know he see all this ass. I know he see this. Uh, he I must mean, be gay. You don't want to know that. I did not. And even if I was straight, just the way they were acting was such a turn off to me. It might be attractive to somebody who's not attractive to me. Like, because okay. you, you were a, a bougie genteel. I'm, yeah, I'm a little bougie. I'm a little, you know, 
But I can get I can get ratchet when I need to be. Please. Please. A little bit. Anyway. <laughs> and it's not it's not that they were, you know, it's not that because they're black and it is, it's not because that, you know, it's just that they were just being ratchet mm. to a point where it was encroaching on other people's good time. Have a good time, have fun, you know, but when you know, you're FaceTiming in the restaurant. Look at me, bitch. I'm here. I'm fancy. Look at me. Mm. Look at this. That's when it gets That's a little too much. too much. And it's just like, okay, calm it down. Wow. You're acting like you don't belong here. Right. And that's when it gets a little bit much for me. That's but, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. I had a Mexico's great time. It's always nice. It's always fun to travel. We mm-hmm. go out with the bay. Yep. Um, you know, throughout the podcast, you might also hear a little bit about our lives. Maurice is in a, in a lovely relationship. My ass is, you know, out Single here in the trenches. The motherfucking trenches. Because <laughs> that's what it is, to be honest, in your 30s. Anyone single in their 30s. And don't be gay single in your 30s. Black, a professional in a small city. It's bleak. It's very, very bleak. But, you know, I remain hopeful because I have faith and love, but it is a struggle. Yeah, just don't give up. I'm trying. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, how was your weekend? <laughs> I just went to work. Um, you know, I had to go in the office, get some things done, catch up on some some um, pressing matters. And there's, there's no such thing in my industry as uh, catching up. So we're getting ahead, right? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of was, you know, trying to get a good head start on the week. Okay. Because again, I had nothing to do. Um, I had a date cancel on me. Oh, so. <laughs> tank top? We're not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll edit that. Um, no, no, no. Oh, okay. I don't. Tank top is a lot of people could wear tank tops. Exactly. But um, yeah. So you know, I've, I've been dating and getting canceled on a lot. So I just can decide. You know what? go to work so that's just what I did over the weekend and just relaxed with my dog and um, that's it but yeah pretty boring weekend that's fine but you know sometimes, I can do those sometimes yeah cause you know cause I, you never have a boring weekend you never have a sit at home and chill weekend I don't I'm always ripping and running mm-hmm. up and down the highway going to see people in New York mm-hmm. or DC and you know or, or see my family in Jersey mm-hmm. but I'm just always on a run so it was nice to have like a relaxing weekend but then when I'm bored and have nothing to do here I'm just like and my friends are in Mexico or, or hanging with because all my friends are in relationships and I'm the lowly you know single friend the third and fifth wheel all the time I just decided to go to you know to work with my you know with my partner which is my career <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah that nice. was my weekend in a nutshell mm-hmm. So, you know, in an effort to get you guys to know a little bit more about us in these earlier episodes, uh, we thought it'd be good for us to kind of play a game of, like, rapid-fire 21 questions. 21 questions. This is not something that's going to be happening weekly. We just thought it'd be a good way for uh, listeners to get to know us a little bit in the beginning stages of the show. Mm-hmm. And before we can give you guys more um, regular and current content. So um, what we're going to do here is Maurice and I are each going to ask uh, 21 questions total between us. Yeah. Um, Maurice can start. <laughs> um, and we'll both answer them, I think. Because mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of like yeah. you want to know the answers for both, for both of us. So let's get going. All right. So my first question, uh, you mentioned your dating life. So what are three of your dating non-negotiables? Oh, God, man, you couldn't have the gate hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, you couldn't even ease in. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, okay, three dating non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. Honestly, again, <laughs> I don't have many non-negotiables <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, it's hard out here. And I feel like, you know, you can't, at a certain age, 
both with maturity mm-hmm. and with limited options, right. you the non-negotiables fall to the wayside. So my basic non-negotiables basic. are um, you need to be. I'm not limited in age, mm-hmm. but like I won't. I'm. 31. Mm-hmm. So I would date someone. 40 is good. Once you get too, I mean, my mom, once you get too close to my parents' age, right. it kind of is like That's, yeah. weird for me. Yeah. And um, I think 27 is probably the lowest I would go. But you'd have to be a hell of a 27 year old because there's still a lot of difference between 27, 27 and 30. Um, just in terms of like life experience. Mm-hmm. And again, I mean, I have my quarter life crisis around what, 30? Mm-hmm. 30 was a rough year for me. So, you know, um, 30, a lot changed. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the change your worldview. So that's kind of a non-negotiable in terms of the age. age. Okay. Um, I mean, if you just speak the English language, not so much. Because, I mean, I feel like that's fair. But I, that's the only language I speak besides, like, sarcasm and shade. Um, so Ebonics. In African-American vernacular English. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh speak English mm-hmm. um, and I think I could get around that so how are you going to be with somebody who don't speak English how are y'all going to communicate body language okay so is this a fuck buddy or a relationship because I mean, your question was relationship figure it out there's a Google Translate no nah, I'm not I'm not Google Translating the relationship so, <laughs> so I mean so again age mm-hmm. ability to speak write read and understand the English language Mm -hmm. and I guess the third see I don't even have third and I still see how low my damn standards are so anyone who speaks English between the ages of 27 27 to 40 40. you you do not have to have an advanced degree you do not have to have a high paying job Mm -hmm. because I tend to take care of myself you don't have to you have to have a job Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should have. You have to have. You have to have a job or be pursuing a career. A career, okay. You can be. That'll, like that'll be the other non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Have some ambition and drive. But besides that, I don't really have any. Um, you know, I have preferences, sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't exclude races or people. Right. I don't have a specific body type. I mean, I'm six three. Mm-hmm. You're also. You're taller than me. I'm six five. So I don't have a height requirement. Mm-hmm. And still it's a struggle but again I remain open Mm -hmm. so those are my non-negotiables I think mine would be and they're very basic you have to have nice teeth no smoking and what else that's pretty much it one of my other really good friends just broke up with someone because they were a smoker yeah, I, I wouldn't even stop seeing him. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even begin seeing him if they were smoking. Yeah, that's rough. And I think my other non-negotiable: you have to have a um, relationship with your parents or your family. I think that would be if someone doesn't. Really? Yeah. At least one okay. person in your family. Like if you have like. You don't know people's past or history or what they've been through. Right. So I wouldn't use it as a disqualifier. It's not a disqualifier, but if. You tell me, you know, I don't speak to my family or I don't speak to, you know, the majority of my family. I think that would be kind of like a red a red flag, not necessarily a disqualifier. Okay. But it would be a red flag. All right. Um, so my question is, what makes you happy? Mm. See how that's an easy that one? That was an easy one. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, just 
I don't know. That's good. like what specifically makes me happy. I don't think I can pinpoint it to any one thing. I think naturally I'm just like a kind of easygoing, happy person in mm-hmm. general. But nothing. I don't know. I can't really pinpoint what exactly makes me happy. Okay. Is there anything I think particular? Oh, here you are. Oh my God, you're killing me. <laughs> positivity yeah I mean it's just like you get up because so many people have so many different things that are just not you know going well for them things could be going you know you think they're going bad but for someone else they're going completely worse you know so I think that just being able to wake up every morning have my life my health my strength that's enough for me that answer made me sick but I appreciate it and I appreciate (laughs) you Um, I guess for myself being a more cynical person Uh who's always just like having this angst and fighting with the world and frustrated with people um and I can sometimes be cynical I try not to be but you know it's I'm only like that with the world when I'm with my friends mm-hmm. when I'm with my family and loved ones mm-hmm. I guess that's when I'm happy okay. um the person that makes me happiest in the world is my nephew Aww. um when I see him mm-hmm. he'll be too soon when I see him I could just be having the worst mm-hmm. day and I just don't care I just some smiles yeah. and he makes me happy. Yeah. Also, I love food. Again, mm-hmm. food makes me happy. I will be in the worst mood when I'm not fed. Yeah. Feed me and I am happy. Yeah. I'm fairly simple. Yeah, so, yeah that's, that's it. pretty easy. Um, my next question. Do you prefer people call you or people text you? That's a hard one. Oh my gosh. So here I am being all like analytical. Mm-hmm. Is it a weekday or a weekend? Mm. Okay, so I'm just gonna say this. during the week, I prefer mm. that you text me because okay. I'm busy and mm-hmm. I like to have the ability to um, not necessarily scream, mm-hmm. but like sometimes I can't answer my phone mm-hmm. because I'm somewhere I can't answer my phone, right, right. and I can still communicate with you mm-hmm. through text. Um, it does get frustrating when you're just texting me about things that are not um, that's either a not shade, right. not important, right. or not related to you. It's mm-hmm. just like <laughs> talking about something that's like superfluous or. Right just not important not important during my week Mm -hmm. I can do that during the weekend but during Mm -hmm. my week I'm like okay like get get the information out Mm -hmm. um I guess so during the week I prefer a text okay but I guess during the weekend I do like a phone call Mm, because I do like to hear my friends voices Mm -hmm. and talk with them because if I can't be with you in person then to me a phone call is the next best thing right so I guess that's kind of how I like to Mm -hmm. to do it what about you Honestly, I prefer text. The only person I re- like regularly talk to the phone, talk on the phone with, is my mom. Really? Yeah, like just text me. Anybody else, you know? Because I feel like a text is less intrusive. I feel like it's, you know, kind of you have the expectation of you're not expecting a, a response right then. Like you can text me if I get to you in like a relatively, you know. Um, acceptable amount of time like I'm not going to text you two days later because that's inappropriate like Mm -hmm. if you text me I'll text you back within an hour you know usually I'm you know texting immediately (laughs) back if you know but I just prefer like because it's more convenient to me like I have um like I said I'm not from Philadelphia so my friend base is dispersed like you know pretty far so I think that you know there are my core people who I, you know, will call and talk to, but we don't talk, call and talk like all the time, you know, like regularly. Sure. So we communicate primarily through text because we're working, you know, some have kids, you know, some are married, some, they have, everyone else has their own thing going on. I feel like, um, a text message is just mutually convenient for both. I guess. Yeah. Cause like I looked at myself on bill and I, 
in a month we'll have like 60 minutes of talk time <laughs> and like thousands of people text messages. People don't talk to each other enough. That's the problem with the world. Like people don't know how to have face to face or or even on the phone conversations. Mm-hmm. I, I just lo- I love to hear someone's voice, the, their tone, their inflection, mm-hmm. their cadence. I need to hear your voice. I don't know. I'm fine with the text message. That's why dating on these apps is horrible because people just want to be a pen pal. They mm-hmm. want to call you or meet you. And I can't connect to people via text. To me, text is very transactional where conversation hits your soul a little bit more. Right. I, mean, I get it. But I mean, if you're like, if they're solely communicating with you via text, and that's a problem. But if you, um, you know, once you establish that rapport and that, you know, kind of connection, then yeah, text is fine. Right. All right. My next question for you mm-hmm. is. If you had the chance to meet three famous people who are living, okay, because I don't I hate the living or dead, because I'm just right. like, I'm, I'm so realist. I'm just like mm-hmm. such a realist. I'm like, well, you can't meet people that are dead. But if mm-hmm. you can meet, I get how it's fun. But my question is, mm-hmm. if you can meet any three famous people who are living, three famous people, who would you meet first? I want to meet Hillary Clinton. Okay, because I want to be like, girl. <laughs> I feel your pain. Like, I oh feel my it. god! I feel it. I feel it. Um, second, who would I want to meet? Oh, Meghan Markle. <laughs> we love her. We love her. We the love Duchess Meghan. of Sussex. Yes, the Duchess of Sussex. Um, yeah, because I have a lot of questions for her. A lot of questions. How she bitch? How you snack up like, Prince? How? <laughs> Tell me all the secrets. <laughs> That's all I want to know. I just I told you. Yeah. In that tent in Botswana. You don't know that. Well, I can imagine. Well, um, and then of course, the number one person I would want to meet in my life is none other than Mariah Carey. Okay, sidebar, you guys, I don't know if you follow us on social media, if Which you do, you and you should follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, category is pod only follows two, two people in at the, the moment and I, I feel like two people that's yeah probably for the rest of that's the yeah but the only two individuals we follow are mariah carey and beyonce Giselle Knowles carter who if you can't tell are our divas of choice <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was my number that was my question my next question for you. oh damn uh, okay okay so let's get that one but yeah so mariah carey well no 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 you can ask that one because i'll actually have a different answer because I love Beyonce, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a little bit different than the regular Beehive right. Bee or mm-hmm. member. Okay. Um, I guess for me, the three famous people that I would like to meet are, um, in no particular order, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama. Okay. I just love and adore her. I feel like she ran the country. She kept Barack sane. She played her role. She's just, to me, the epitome of a strong black woman. Mm-hmm. She feels like my mom. She feels like my auntie. Mm-hmm. She is a very smart brilliant woman mm-hmm. but who also is comfortable in her own skin and right. that's how to have fun I just admire her so much when mm-hmm. she comes to Philadelphia and want to see her we'll talk about that off air okay um, in addition to her mm-hmm. I think there's a, a through line through all the three people that I want to meet and I would mm-hmm. want to meet all three of them together no oh yes you would? I would oh yes oh, okay. like, let's all chill and have dinner and like break oh, okay. bread and mm-hmm. kiki um, RuPaul Charles okay I really, really admire RuPaul. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have issues with RuPaul regarding mm-hmm. certain things, but RuPaul is a motherfucking realist. He keeps shit real. real. He tells it how it is. Mm-hmm. He gives you the history. And 
he's honest to himself. Mm-hmm. I respect what RuPaul has been able to do and grow all over this time. Right. Congratulations on your most recent Emmy, Emmy. Ru, and the whole team over at mm-hmm. RuPaul's They have two Emmys now, right? Two Emmys, yes. Right. And the first one's to get an Emmy for Best uh, Outstanding Host oh. and competition reality oh, show. Oh, okay. And you know, I remember watching Drag Race mm-hmm. from the beginning. I yeah. When RuPaul had his show, like the talk. The talk show. show. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I just really admire a lot about RuPaul. In mm-hmm. again, it's he. All the people I like are just so comfortable in their skin mm-hmm. and holy themselves, mm-hmm. and that's something that really resonates right. with me. One of the third people I would like to meet is one of my most favorite people of all all time, and I call her to my aunt, Auntie Omi, and you know. <laughs> Naomi Campbell. <laughs> I love, love, love Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell don't take no shit. She tell her how it is. But all the people that I like are also really philanthropic. They care. They all have their own flaws in their own way, but they're mm-hmm. completely themselves in their skin. Mm-hmm. I love all three of them. And I just, again, I would love to have dinner with Naomi, RuPaul, and Michelle. And mm-hmm. just kick it. That would be a fun-ass dinner, isn't it? It would. It would be crazy as hell. Y'all be drunk as Okay, right. that's a that's a good list. Mm-hmm. Um, my so wait, so is Naomi your diva also? No, she's not my diva. Oh, okay, Naomi's not a singer. I consider a diva to be a singer. A singer. Okay, so who is your diva of choice? All right, so again, ooh, that's shady because you said Beyonce is not your diva of choice, but she, you said a diva is a singer. Oh, that, that, I did not mean that. <laughs> Beyonce is a formidable vocalist. I would never say that about B. Um, is she one of the best? No. Um, does she have the range? Does she have the range? Absolutely. No, no she I don't does. think she has the range. Vocally? Vocal range? Okay. No. Are she we going to be those gays? We're, We're going to be technical, yeah. About Beyonce right now. How really. many how many octaves can she go? I don't know all that. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that, again, my diva, I, I am going to say that Beyonce is the best entertainer alive. Entertainer, yes. And performer, she is an yes. awesome performer. Um, I think in terms of artistry, I mm-hmm. really love Solange. Like, I'm a huge Solange yeah, yeah. stand. I feel mm-hmm. like Solange really influences Beyonce mm-hmm. a lot, low-key. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or high-key. On the Vogue. Uh, and mm-hmm. I really feel as though, you know, Beyonce is a diva. I never take that away from her. No. I love, love, love her. You, you see me at the Beyonce con. Oh, you didn't come to that concert. No, I did not. And we're not going to talk about that <laughs> right now. Sorry. You weren't, you weren't in the box. Mm-hmm. But um, I love Beyonce. <laughs> love, love, love her. I have thrown Beyonce theme parties for Lemonade. I love Beyonce. But again, I think my diva of choice when it comes to like vocalists and singing down, mm-hmm. I think a little bit older, like okay. Patti LaBelle times. It's okay. not Patti. You know who she is and may she forever rest in peace. Oh, Vanilla Child. Oh, Tina Marie. Tina Marie. You yeah. know I love me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, Aretha. We must, <laughs> may you rest in peace and rest in power as well. But... I was just trying to answer the question. Right. Aretha's not my, my, my diva no, 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 no. You know I love, yeah, yeah, love, yeah. love me some Tina mm-hmm. Marie. You do. So, um, yeah. Which is... That's my diva choice. Yeah. You've loved her for a while, which I have never understood fully. You know what? It was my childhood. My mother mm-hmm. played Tina Marie all the time. Oh, yeah. That, and I was astonished when I saw she was white. Mm-hmm. But again. A lot of people were, because I heard that that was part of the marketing yeah, campaign. Like her first they, never, they never showed what she mm-hmm. looked like. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Is it my question? I now? think it's your turn. Okay. Um, if you were granted foreign citizenship, <laughs> which country would you choose? Oh, good question. I think it would be just a UK citizen. Okay. Which um, seems kind but of. But doesn't that make you like a kind of a citizen of like 300? <laughs> like Commonwealths or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, the 53, <laughs> oh, 53. nations. But I feel like. So we were in Aruba. Um, like what last 
maybe like last summer, yeah. And apparently Dutch uh, citizenship is very good also. So that's, you know, something to consider as well. So I don't know. I think I would definitely want to be in a European um, country. I'm thinking UK. Okay. Thinking UK. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess for me... Or Switzerland. Switzerland would be good. Because everyone there is just rich. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, peace, we're supposed to like, mm-hmm. don't get involved in this yeah, shit. Yeah, in anything, yeah. Uh, I guess for me, uh, I would want Canadian citizenship mm-hmm. because my grandmother, as you know, is Canadian mm-hmm. and I love Oh Canada. Um, but that's just so close to North America. It's, not, right. it's, it's like, eh, that's kind of wasteful. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been to Japan, but I feel like I would want okay. Japanese citizenship mm-hmm. just because I feel like in my mind's eye, like Japan is the future. Right. And I would just be like, let me go to Japan. Yeah. Or Singapore, because I just did see that movie with the um the crazy rich the crazy rich Asians. Was it good? <laughs> it was super cute. Yeah. It was so I'm cute. I loved it. it. I loved it. Um, but I'm gonna go with Japan for right okay. now. So yeah. Okay. Nice. Um. So my next question for you is, what is a subject that you wish they taught in school that they currently do not? How to manage your grown-up finances—that's <laughs> what they need to teach. How to balance a checkbook. Right. What is credit? What is credit? What is APR? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is a deductible? Let me tell you. When I found out what a deductible was, okay. I felt bamboozled and hoodwinked. Yeah. Um, that's what they need to teach mm-hmm. in Not your high school class. Fuck trig. Fuck geometry. Algebra. Calculus. Algebra one and two, mm-hmm. unnecessary. I can't. I don't. Know, I still do not know the difference between a parallelogram and a and a, tra- <laughs> and a trapezoid. Right. That is not helpful to me. But what is helpful to calculate me? Calculate the area of this triangle. No, calculate um. after all your bills, <laughs> after them taxes. How much you going to have to eat for the next two weeks? <laughs> calculate that exactly. How much is this interest going to compound on mm-hmm. that loan you just took? Right. Like calculate that. Mm-hmm. And that's what they should be teaching in school, to be exactly. quite honest. Because I read an article, and it was this kind of where the question came from. And it was just like, when was the last time you did, you know, all these math things that you, never. you know, and you, you never do them. You have to learn them. You spend so much time learning them. And then when you get into the real world, you don't need them at But all. I get it. Like, if you're going to go into the sciences, then, right. then fine. Then great. If you want to be an architect or go into medicine, okay, cool. Fine. But... Baseline. You got full grown adults out here mm-hmm. that don't know basic math. Exactly. I still count on my fingers. That's fine. And I'm highly educated. <laughs> there's a calculator on my phone. And I can right. Use that. However, you know, you don't. There's these things that they're teaching that you really don't use once you get out. But they spend so much time, so much energy, you know, like pounding it into your head. You need to learn right. how to, you know, do this three, four, five triangle. All right. What's, what's your answer? The same thing. Oh, okay. So we are in agreement. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, have you ever watched a movie more than once just because you could not understand it? No, I don't think so. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. The reason I, I guess I just asked this question because I wanted to say my answer. Mm-hmm. I'm very ashamed to say that I've watched The Matrix. <laughs> oh, no. If I don't understand it the first time, uh, but you know, which I did not. But The Matrix was like a really great movie mm-hmm. and people love it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very old, but... I still do not understand it, and I don't know what's going on. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I watched it one time, and I was well halfway through. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Wow. Not interested. Mm-hmm. All right, so you don't have an answer to that question. All right, you're mm-hmm. Um So my next question for you is: Are you an early bird or a night owl? 
You know, it depends. Mm-hmm. I think in the spring, summer, I'm an early bird. Okay. But in the fall, winter, I'm a night owl. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And I'm really not even a night owl because I'm always in bed before midnight. You are. But I guess it's like in the summertime, I'm up at like 5.30 a.m. Right. But I'm like in bed by like 10.30. But in like, you know, the wintertime, mm-hmm. I'm up at like 7, 7.30. Mm-hmm. And I'm in bed by like, you know, midnight. So that's not a night owl. Well, to me, it is. <laughs> <laughs> night owls, like, you can stay up all night. I can stay up all night. I, I just don't like to wake up early. I, I don't stay up in all night. I mm-hmm. don't believe in that. That's not my ministry. Mm-hmm. Early break, it's the worm. You're more productive in the morning. I just don't... I don't even like the night like that. I do. It's more quiet. Mm-mm-mm. No? No. Mm-hmm. Well. All right, was that your answer? That was my answer. All right. This is kind of morbid, but it's me. What inscription do you want on your gravestone? I don't want a gravestone. Oh, you want to be cremated? I don't even really care, like, what happens after. Really? No. Oh, bitch, I'm trying to be pressed into a diamond. And be like, oh, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chris Jenner was looking at Yes, I want to be pressed into a whole diamond. And then... But I just need to be, like, I want to make sure that, like, I'm being a warrant on my family. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. Like, y'all can't be, like, putting me off at the pawn shop. You don't want, like, a case with the lights and it's spinning around. I mean, you could do that, like, too. Oh, I mean, but how big does the dying get? It gets pretty substantial. Because you can case. actually break it up into different well, numbers of stone. I mean, if I, I, mean I, I'm kinda, I like morbid things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I'm, I guess if I wanted to have something in my gravestone, it would say, like, damn, I can't even really want to say what I want to just really say. Say it. You don't have to. We can come back to it. No, I'll say here okay. now. Just that's it. That's it. Okay. Trina. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. I don't want to. I don't want a gravestone. I don't. I don't see the need for graves anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they just take up space, and like, who really visits they a grave? And what well, is it really Costa for? Rica, I mm-hmm. noticed that they have all the graves above ground. Yeah, same way in Greece. Right? And mm-hmm. it was just like, he's like, because the earth underneath shifts. Mm-hmm. He also said, like, with some religious reason, but it was interesting to me. And I, I read or heard that in some country, I forget which where it was, but you're only, you, some country, and I have to maybe look it up and, you know, get on my Google and Wikipedia, but. They said you, they only kind of lease the grave to you for five years. What? And then after that, it's like on to the next. Damn. I mean, but it makes sense. You run out of land. Yeah. Or you could like become a tree, but then I feel like I'm just gonna get chopped down and made into like construction paper. It's the circle of life. Mm-hmm. I think when I'm dead, it doesn't matter to me what happens after that. All right. What's your question? Would you rather lose all your money or all of your memories? All my money. Because money, because it's my uh-huh. Money can be made back, mm-hmm. right? Like, but time, mm-hmm. time is one of your most precious resources. Right. And memory is made up of time. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to lose all my money. One, because I ain't got that much. <laughs> <laughs> I can make it back relatively quickly. Uh-huh. And um, two, the memories are priceless. That's the sentimental. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine dying. That's why, for me, when I always see things with like people with like Alzheimer's or mm-hmm. dementia, yeah. it's the saddest to me. Yeah. Because to just have lost your memory or to mm-hmm. have a loved one not recognize you, mm-hmm. that just has to be absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. 
So yeah, absolutely. I would I would lose all my money. Okay. Okay. I think um, for at this me, juncture, at this disclaimer, juncture. because if again, if the money, like is, how much money, how much money you sold, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so kind of for me, uh, the same thing. I was thinking about this question um, today, or recently, actually, because, um, you know, the hurricane recently came through mm-hmm. and it devastated, like, South Carolina North Carolina. And Where you're from. Actually, my mom's home was affected by the hurricane. And so, um, you know, just seeing the pictures that came through, and, you know, you see, like, these houses are flooded, and my mom's house was flooded. And I was thinking that, we're looking at the pictures, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. Her pictures, right? Like, like people always ask if you were in a if you were in a fire, right? What would you what would you grab? Mm-hmm. You always grab like the pictures, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, yeah. So I was just thinking, like, you know, and I started to get a little bit emotional about it to think that you know, like these things. You know, you know how moms are; they keep everything, right, right? And like, you know, my stuff from kindergarten is you know in a box, you know, in her bedroom, mm-hmm. and like pictures from. Um, she has, you know, like lots of old pictures of like my dad and like, you know, my family and things like that. And like all of that is like kind of destroyed now. So it's like that kind of like losing those memories, losing those right. pictures, losing, right. you know, that connection that you had to this life that you've lived, you know, would be devastating. So I would prefer to lose money because right. like you said, you can get that back all right. anytime. So my question is kind of similar, mm-hmm. but it's also a little different. So would you rather be rich or famous? I feel like I would rather be rich. Me too. Because I think with fame, there comes a lot of just, you lose a lot of like your your privacy. And you can be like a billionaire and just be, you know, like super private. Right. But I feel like with being famous, everyone feels like they have this right to- Access you. To access, you, you know, you. And so then there just comes a lot more with that. Than being um, being rich, mm-hmm. but fame is like like a drug. Like I, maybe that's the Kimberly said that on Love Hip Hop. Yeah, fame or whatever. It's like fame is a really addicting drug. People are addicted to that attention, that mm-hmm. affirmation, that validation. And but I've um, never been addicted to that. I've never like. I mean, I like to. I like attention. We've seen me on the dance floor. Yes. <laughs> but um, I like adoration. Mm-hmm. But. For me, just the thing, giving up my privacy, not being able to go to the grocery store, not being able to do simple, simple mm-hmm. things, it's not worth it. Yeah. I feel like it would be a life so confining. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing I could say is I feel like more often than not, fame comes with riches. Right. So I feel like they're, I mean, they're not mutually exclusive, but they're you know, they're mm-hmm. one of the same. Like if you mm-hmm. have fame more often than not, then, then you also have riches. Right. But I, again, I would still rather have riches because I mm-hmm. can still go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and a beat up old Honda and no one would know what my bank account right. looks I was like. Say. And I can enjoy regular life. Mm-hmm. Unless you're driving to the grocery store in a mod box. Well, I could, you know, and I'm a Bentley. Bentley. And you would Bentley. with a fur oh, and like jewels and diamonds mm-hmm. and yeah. I would drive up valet at the Whole Foods. <laughs> They don't even have that. They don't? No. Well, they when I, when I go okay. there. I guess. I wish on the next question. Um, my next question is, what is the best piece of advice you've been given? The best piece of advice I've been given? Oh, my God. You know what? Actually, I, I do remember this. I was at a networking event um, in undergrad. Mm-hmm. 
And I was a student leader and a member of like the African American Student League. Shout out to LaSalle University and um, in Philadelphia. And you know, I was a really big leader and very involved before you know going on to graduate school and pursuing my career. But I remember, as a, as a gay person and as a person of color, I thought we're always aware of our perception mm-hmm. of, of, of what people perceive of us, and that's why so many times we have. Uh, issues with being comfortable in our own skin or just really fully uh, encompassing or being our whole selves. And I've really fought in my whole life to really just become comfortable in my own skin. So that's why I really, really um, push back when people try to change me or try to make me conform or or be uh, their ideal or what makes them more comfortable. Um, But this woman came up to me and was a networking event was kind of reserved. And I'm the person where like... uh, where my um, facial expressions tell a lot. Right. And she came up to me and she was like, you're not really speaking to anyone and you're, and you're, and you're, you're making a lot of faces. And mm-hmm. I guess like she thought that I wasn't that warm. And she was like, let me tell you, people are always watching. And I knew that, but it was kind of a moment where she was like, you're an amazing young man. You know, allow yourself to shine and allow people to see who you are mm-hmm. and, and don't like cower in the corner and don't make faces or don't you know give into people's perceptions of you right. so that's that was some really good advice, advice I had mm-hmm. how about you? Um, so I was in high school I believe I was in yeah and I was in um, the marching band and so I had a really amazing um, band director and um, you know he took a lot of a time to like mentor the students and things. And so one day he pulled me aside and he said to me, um, I'm gonna give you some advice. And I was like, mm-hmm, okay, whatever. And so he says, um, he says to turn on your bright lights. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, you know how you're driving a car and you have on like your low lights and your low lights are like, you know, pointing down to the ground. And so in high school, I was a, I was very shy. I was very like timid. I was very meek, you know, so like going, looking back to who I, you know, comparing right. comparatively, I'm very different than I am now. And so he, um, he's like, turn on your high beams, turn on your bright lights, you know, lift your head up. Cause if you're looking, you know, ahead, if you're looking forward, it's like, you can see what's coming and everyone can see you. So it's kind of like a step into like your self kind of thing. Right. It's like, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, project and just, you know, telling me these things to like kind of boost, boost me up a little bit. So okay. I think that was my best piece of advice. Awesome. Yeah. 